Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Alrighty, time for uh, the Cowboys. Mm. Curious case of the Cowboys. Oh. There you Maybe go. Bloke Bulletin, headline. Bloke Chronicle. Bloke Chronicle. Is there, is there a competing... There's not, there's okay. not. It's, just, okay. it's been a big show. It's been a big show. <laughs> 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 is there a splinter group in this, no. in this crew? <laughs> Absolutely not. Jesus Christ, there's been talk behind my back that they're going to start the Bloke Bulletin. <laughs> oh my God. Forget I said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Cowboys, um, really disappointing year last year. They're really aside because they're up in North Queensland, they kind of out of sight, out of mind. They don't get the headlines that a Sydney club does. But when you look at this side on paper, Jason Tamalolo, Nanai, Lukey, Townsend, Dearden, Tualangi, Robson, Cotter, Drinkwater, like Semi uh, Valamai came up and killed it. Valentine Holmes, Kyle felt like. This is, this is a side, in my opinion, that absolutely should be pushing for a premiership in 2024. There's, there's nothing in this squad that it should be holding them back from a premiership push in 2024. The question is, I guess, with what happened last year, it's concerning that, that, like that they went from basically, what, five minutes away from a grand final all the way to completely bowing out of the finals and starting the year extremely, extremely slowly in 2023. How do you see the Cowboys in 2024, Rue? To be honest, I have no idea. I'm the same. I have no idea what to read into this side. You are right. They are harder because they're a little bit out of sight, out of mind. You don't really hear much out of the North Queensland Cowboys. But I look at their squad, and I haven't had a look at the 17 that Tim's put together yet, but I imagine it would be pretty top shelf. I look at their squad. There's not too many holes in it. Mm. In fact, I'd argue there's no holes in it. Uh, spine sorted, strong forward pack. Um, good outside backs. You know, there's maybe a, a centre spot that's sort of up for grabs there, but if that's your biggest problem, you're flying mm. realistically. Laybutt came in and played really well when he came in as well. Laybutt came in. They've also signed from the Warriors, uh, Viliami Valia. Oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I reckon he's a real smart... I love Laybutt, but I, I reckon... He's got a he's got a lot of feels to me, like the fellow they signed from Canberra last Bellamy. year, Bellamy. 
Um, I think he could really pop out of nowhere. The Leah. Um, yeah, they should be a top eight side, but I'm far from confident on it. Mm. I am more optimistic, boys, and, and I think they'll be a top eight side this year, and I think they can push for top four. I think it's a very... Uh, you know, the majority of the 17 picks itself. I look at last year, and two blokes we speak about so often in, in Helam Lukey and Jeremiah Nanai, both missed a lot of action last season at different times due to sort of different injuries. So they never really sort of found their feet of what we'd seen of them uh, at different stages. Lukey in particular, who we speak about a lot, just starting to get a few games on the field. But you add in the, the captaincy to Cotter and Tommy Did, and her only going to get better. I think that can lift them to another level. Scotty Drinkwater, full season at fullback last year, was incredible. Uh, I love their roster, and yeah, I think they can go deep. So this is a pretty good roster from uh, Timmy the Toe Man, uh, Scotty Drinkwater, uh, <laughs> Murray Toalangi, Holmes, Laybutt, Valame, Dearden, Townsend, McLean, Robson, Cotter, Lukey, Nanai, Tamalolo, Granville, Neem, Leilua, Cohen Hess. Toey uh, stuff. It's Toey stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, you look at this side. Look, if if you had to have like one, I wouldn't say weakness. If Jordan McLean has the same year as he had, you know, when he was nearly getting selected to Origin, then that's great. Mm. Like you're on. But if he is, if he hits that, you know, sometimes they just hit that age and they just struggle a little bit. That's where the top top tier sides don't have that problem. Like their front yeah. rows are top of the top of the um, class. Uh, Lukey, you've got Lukey starting over Leilua. What was your thinking there? Leilua was probably their best player, second best player last year. Yeah, and look, they might go with Leilua starting. And it's a, probably a bit of bias here just because I think so highly of Lukey. Mm. I'm hoping if he is fully, fully fit going into round one that he will be named mm. there. I prefer him on the edge to Leilua. I think the benefit of Leilua as well, and particularly because you look at Jordan McLean, who there are question marks over, is at the back end of his career, what can he offer? Mm. Luciano can play in the middle really effectively as well, mm. whereas Lukey and Nanai are out and out edge forwards. So Could I, you go Tamalolo as prop, Leilua at 13? It, absolutely, you could, mm. yeah. Mm. And, and I'm... I don't know what Jordan McLean's looking like in the preseason, mm. so that's you can definitely could. I mean, could you even start Leilua in the front row, bring McLean off the bench potentially? Yeah, I really like uh, Leilua on an edge, but I, I agree with you. The other two fellas are out and out edges. Um, the other one that I would have said would have one hundred percent been on my team would have been uh, Finne Fuiaki. Mm. But now that I look at the team that Tim has put together, I go. Yeah, their depth is so hard, good that eh? he potentially doesn't make it, which is crazy because I, I think he's an absolute weapon. The, the only way you'd kind of get him onto that bench, I think, is if if you did play Luciano Leilua as a middle and maybe put him on there for Cohen Hess, but he seems like a bit of a favourite of Peyton's in the club. So if he was going to come for anyone, it's probably Cohen Hess. Man, this side <laughs> is just like Griffin Neem on the bench. Like he's in you a Kiwi start, side. You could stick, start Griffin Neem. Yeah, if you, you could want. literally start Neem and, and bring McLean off the bench if you had to. It's a. It's a bloody good roster, far out. And Cohen Hess, he was outstanding. He was really good from last year. Last two years, I think Cohen Hess has been pretty, pretty good. Yep. Had quite a bit of a lull there for a period, but definitely um, playing some good footy. A guy I want to talk about is Jeremiah Nanai. Like the scary thing about this kid is we haven't even seen close to his best yet. Like he's still, I think, twenty-one years old. You know, he's got the backing of Billy now at, in origin level. So the confidence is going to be sky high. I think it's really clear what he needs to get right each game. He needs to just be busy, getting through his work, be a lot of high energy. Uh, 
I think we could see a big year, a really, really big year from Nanai. Like I, he had his breakout year. Then last year he was, if I recall correctly, had a decent around Origin time, and then really maybe got injured or something. He got suspended last year. Got suspended. Yeah. yeah, a few injuries. Yeah, so it was just a, a bit of a stop start. Whereas this year, um, I think that he has pretty much done the preseason. I think. Apologies if I got that wrong. Uh, he's he's, all, he's twenty one in about a few weeks. <sighs> so he's still twenty. Nanai is 21 in a few weeks. Yeah. Far <laughs> out. That is a scary prospect. So I'm really excited to see Nanai um, play this year. Um, Schmokey, maybe Dalian back rower. Schmokey. Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't mind that shit. If you, have you got the. It would, oh, Dalian can't, can't vote do it. on it. Yeah, it's great stuff. Don't uh, shoot the messenger. Didn't, wasn't you. Wasn't me, Shaggy. Wasn't me. Um, Guru, thoughts on Nanai? Ah, uh, yeah. Obviously, so entertaining to watch. Uh, that first season, I've. I've never seen someone score that many tries of kicks, and I'm very confident I won't ever, unless their name is Jeremiah Nana. Yeah. Or Freakish. If Gavin Cooper makes a return to the NRL. Yeah. Even Gavin Cooper, though, like, I remember him being like, oh, the amount he does is unbelievable. That season was mind blowing. It was a joke, wasn't it? It's just crazy. Yeah, and he's, it was his first year of first grade, too, wasn't it? And it was like the weird way some of the kicks that he caught were like, they weren't even landing where they were supposed to land. Yeah. He just happened to be there. Yeah. The ball just always seemed to bounce to him, and he just always seemed to be there. Uh, and there's, you know, there, there's something in that. Players like yeah, that, for he's sure. one of them. Yeah, it's like Alex Johnson for scoring tries. Like, yeah. it's very easy. Oh, yeah, he's just outside a good back line. But it's like, hey, there's been plenty of players outside that back line or, you know, have played with really good back lines that they don't find the line like an Alex yeah. Johnson does. For sure. Um, so I'm really excited for him. Another guy, Helam Lukey. He's just been really unlucky with injuries, uh, especially two years ago. Um, like, if he can just get games under his belt, week in, week out, a lot of minutes... Really, because like initially it was actually Luke. So it was Nanai and Lukey were coming through. Mm. Lukey had a really good debut, um, and it was kind of him that was in the front of the pecking order. Then Nanai came the next year and killed it. But if Lukey hits his straps, like Lukey and Nanai playing as good as they can play, are arguably, well, I'd, I'd, I'd put them probably top three back row pairing in the comp, top five if I'm being conservative. Playing as good as they can play, you could even make the argument. They could go head-to-head -head with the best back row pairings in the competition. That's how good I think these boys are at there if they hit their potential. Yeah, the potential's there. Oh, mate, 100%. massive. I mean, look what Nanai did in Bloody Origin. Yeah. Um, so really excited for that. Uh, Reese Robson at nine, playing 80 minutes. Do not like it, especially when you've got Cotter and uh, Granville in the side. I wonder whether um, Peyton is going to go down that route of giving Granville some hooking time. No signs point to it. Mm. From what I've seen, uh, but yeah, I, especially at the age he's at and whatnot, he's probably going to start to add a few Origin series onto his belt. So, uh, yeah, I I think it would be good not to have him playing eighty every week. Another one with a terrific running game that because he's going eighty, it's probably you know not necessarily front of mind because he's knows like a few of these blokes we've mentioned today. He's got to go the eighty. He's got to think about that. And if you're running, 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 you're going to run out of steam. In a sixty, even a sixty-five minute roll, you can just go. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're very clear on the game plan, you can go, mate, you've got this period, 25 yeah. minutes. If he looks up and he gets to the 20-minute mark and he's like, oh, I'm feeling good, it's just run, run, yeah. run from there on out. Um, I speak about him every year. I'm a huge fan, but year of the drink water. Year of the drink water. He's got an origin jersey just flapping in front of him. I understand Teddy would still be the front runner because of, of the history, but I, I do believe heading into this origin series, the jersey is not in Teddy's hands right now. Mm. I don't think I don't think he's guaranteed that spot. 
Um, and I think Scotty Drinkwater, surely, I'd assume Michael Maguire's giving him a call and said, mate, there's an opportunity for you here. Because the, the, the good thing for New South Wales, from a picking the best players, you know, in form, in positions this year, it's not an excuse, but you can use the excuse of, it's a new coach, mate. Like, I'm a new coach, it's a fresh start. So that decision to go, Teddy, you have or haven't make it, it's way easier than Freddie going to Teddy and going, thanks for winning all those origins, or by the way, your form's dropped a tiny bit there for him. You know, it's, yeah. it's an easier conversation to have. Incumbency becomes less of a reasoning, doesn't it? Like, you can get away with it a It bit. should just be form. I think in that, in that position right now, unless, like, and look, Teddy's a champion. If he comes out and kills it, would not surprise me one little bit. But surely Scotty Drinkwater's sitting there going, this is my chance. This is my chance. As far as, like, favourite players to watch in the game, Ooh. Drinky is rocketing up my list. What about their stat? His stat of – it was, like, 40% of all tries <laughs> the Cowboys have scored he was involved yeah. in, or 50% or something like yeah. that. Absolutely wild. He's, I think it's a top five. He's been in a top five for three years in a row in Dally M's this year, uh, mm. since, but for the last three years. The, the t- One of those years at 5'8". True, true. Um, the time is now for Scotty Drinkwater, I reckon. Like, this is the time. And I think that we know how good he is, but I think that this year is going to be the year where people go, oh, this is why he was supposed to be Billy Slater's heir apparent. The, this is why the Storm had so much um, faith in him that he could take over Billy Slater's throne. Tory's Peck got signed by the Cowboys. The rest is history. Very excited for Scotty Drinkwater. Yeah, massive year incoming. Um, just also a quick shout out to Tualangi. I feel like uh, Tualangi. Uh, I feel like I don't give him enough credit. You know what I mean? Like when you go and look at the stats for Origin in Queensland, he had the most meters for any outside back for Queensland, and he had the second most meters for any player just outside, just below Paddy Carrigan for Origin. But you know, we talk about the Xavier Coates, we talk about the the Selwyn Cobos when he makes his debut, or even the Holmes and the Gagais. But Talangi, he's been bloody good for Queensland, and he's been solid and really consistent for the Cowboys for at least two or three years. Yeah, he's been fantastic, and he sort of came out of nowhere for me. Mm. I sort of, I, I didn't realize how good he was until he was that good. Mm. Just sort of out of the blue for me. I feel um, like Origin is probably where you, oh, me personally I was like, oh shit! Like I had him as like a, a good winger. But he's like he's a top tier winger. Yeah, he, I remember him coming out that Origin series, going, "Fuck, they found another one here. <laughs> Great, this is another guy that just in these three games every year, no matter where his forms at, whatever, he's going to stand and deliver." And I think so far he's backed it up. Uh, Chatty Townsend, Tommy Dearden. Do you reckon we'll see Dearden controlling the game a little bit more, or do you reckon they'll they'll make sure to kick because that's Townsend's forte? I think that's what Chad's in there to do, isn't it? Yeah. And if he's not controlling the game and getting around the park, like, is there a better option? Mm. I don't know if there is, but that's what he's there to do. Because let's say, let's say they get to a point where they're struggling for structure and Townsend's not playing that well. They do have really good young sixes in the squad, and I freaking can't believe I'm forgetting. You, you know his name. He's, um, there's Tommy Chester. There is... Um, there's Thomas Duffy as well. I'm Tommy sure. Duffy, who I like, yeah. He's he played, did Duffy way. play a game fullback, fullback last year? Played a trial at fullback. He also played yep. six, hey? Yeah. I, I think he's a seven, though, personally. Okay, he's a seven. Tommy Chester played fullback last year. Um, you got Jake Clifford as well. Come back to oh, the park. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, prob- you probably have to say there is a bit of pressure on Townsend Definitely. this year to keep his spot. Yeah. Well, has losing the captaincy, is that, do you read into that in at all in that regard or not really? Or do you think it's just looking to the future? Oh, I don't think you read into it. I think regardless, 
it's just his form last year. It just he didn't have the best year, Tad Townsend. Yeah. Um, so whether he ta- had the captaincy or didn't have the captaincy, I would still ha- think there was pressure on his position just because of his form last year. Yeah. Now, Chaddy Townsend absolutely is still the best seven at the club. It's just a quiet year for him yeah. last year. Really yeah. wasn't his best year. Um, Tamalolo, being a bit of whispers about, you know, his, his time up at the Cowboys and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Do you think that there's any truth to that or... Or what? Uh, I, from what I've read, it doesn't sound like any of that noise is coming from the Cowboys. Sounds external, but I, uh, I don't think it'd be a terrible play, to be honest with you. And that if they would be able to free up a million bucks, they could free up that money and move it on somewhere else. They've got gun forwards falling out of their ass at the moment, and I reckon there would be a club out there that would pay. If I'm the Canterbury Bulldogs, oh, yeah, I would be what more a, than happy pay to pay good money. Yeah. I'd pay a million for him now if I was a Bulldog. Still. 100%. He's like, what is he, 29, 30? 30, 31 in May. Oh, I wouldn't pay No, no, so, yeah, sorry, 31 in May. Yeah, I probably wouldn't pay a million for him if I was Canterbury. But in saying that, who else is Canterbury getting? Maybe. I, I <laughs> As you always say, you've got to spend that money, so. New salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats if you back the overs on the uh, new salary cap. It's just gone <laughs> off. <so. laughs> um, he hasn't. Look like a million dollar forward for two years now, though, and, and maybe I think a, I think a fresh start. I, look, what I'm looking at when I look at the Cowboys, I think he's being told to play that way. Like the rhetoric coming out was initially like, you know, we all need to team and buy in, and we can't all rely on Tamalolo. That was the initial rhetoric with Peyton, and so I think that the way he's playing right now with the numbers he's putting up, he's being directed like, you just play your role. We don't need you to do the big mm. meters. Whereas he goes to Bulldogs, it will be mate, we need big meters. We need big meters in the middle. Yeah. Or, you know, anywhere else. Yeah, but, but like, even in that, he's, let's have a look. His minutes per game, the last five years, so from 2019 to 2023, starting in 2019, 64 per game to 61 to 59 to 55 to 49. So, like, naturally, he's getting older. He's still not that old. His minutes have dropped significantly. So, I thought the output would have increased. I don't, I don't well, know if it has. What I'm saying is, I think that, so we've talked about his ball playing getting much better. Yeah. I think that. He's being told, like, you don't get to have 20 runs this game. Mm. You're only supposed to have 12 runs. And those other touches that you have are to connect to our wide running forwards or, you know, the the seven or the six or something like that. The one thing I will say is I also feel like he's struggled with a lot of niggling injuries the last two seasons. And I I feel as though he's had that knee strapped up for two years now. Mm. So I don't know what his body's doing or what his injuries are looking like. But I don't think... I'm not saying it's certainly at his age that he can't get back to somewhat near his best if he's fully fit. I just haven't seen it in two years now. Yeah, no, it's fair. fair. I, I just think that, look, obviously you'd have to look at the medical, what's his body like, yeah. but let's, let's assume he's fit and healthy and you know, he's looking okay. If I, if I was the Bulldogs, I, I'd pay a million dollars for him. It wouldn't be a long-term deal. It'd be you know two years yeah. and pay a million bucks. And I, I think for the Cowboys, it would be a smart move. Mm. Be a, you know somewhat harsh and a sad move. But um, as you said before, I would love to see Leilua play third eye. Mm. If you're Tamalolo though, he's got four years left on his contract, a million dollars a year. Like, why would he move? Yeah. That's a good the, point. The dogs would have to take it up, like, the four years to make it worthwhile for Tamalolo. Yeah, he'd have to be a longer-term deal, I think. Yeah, but he'd pay four million for Tamalolo. Four million a year? Yeah, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> new cap. New salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> probably not four years on a million dollars each yeah, year. Yeah, makes no, it no. tough. Yeah. Um, who, who knows? Like, they might be happy with, like, you know what I mean? 
like they might be happy with the way he's, like we've got to remember it was it was his play like his big moments against the sharkies that got him into the prelim against the eels mm. so it wasn't that long ago he was making big plays for the club to get him into a, a prelim final um and also he played i think pretty sure he played really well in that prelim it's only really been He's, I just, I personally think he's just being told to play a different role. I really do. I thought he was outstanding in 2022, yeah. but 2021 and 2023, he had kind of... 2021, he kept getting injured. Yeah. 2023, he had a down year. So yeah. he's only had one it, down year. Honestly, niggling injuries could be the genuine excuse as to what. It could just be 21 and 23, he's had some injuries. Yeah, yeah. It really could be that. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure 2022, he was bloody good. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, uh, where have we got the Cowboys finishing, boys? Um, it's time for the rubber to meet the road. Um, Can we add a screech sound effect before you say that every time? <laughs> Hammy, I'm not doing any more work. <laughs> How my, um, what do you got, Hammy? They're my last Elton Flatley. Yep. I've got him in the 5-8 role. Uh, knocking on the top four, like you said as well, mm. Timmy. Um, a couple of quick markets around him. 3.30 to make the top four if you think they can go that well. The market I don't mind is the biggest improvers one. We spoke about that before. They finished 11th last season, but the season before that they were third. So they've got the they've got the talent there to be, you know, right up the pointy end of the competition. $9.50 you're getting for them to be the, the biggest improver this year. What are the Rabbitohs' biggest improver? Uh, I'll, I'll take that one. I know as I'll come back in the, in the next uh, – when we get to the next – Julie noted kind of stuff. Julie noted. Um and you actually mentioned at the top of the segment they could win the comp in 2024, 15 bucks to win the comp. So. Look, it's, it's, they're, they're a bit of a swing side as well because – so I have them probably – I have them fifth to – probably fifth to ninth, fifth to eighth to ninth, maybe even go six. I'll go six to nine, six to nine. But if everything clicks and they're all playing extremely well, I absolutely believe they can win the comp. I have got them seven, eight, nine, ten, seven to ten around that mark. I've got them finishing six, so I'll go fifth to eighth. Hammy, you took the words right out of my mouth. They are easily my biggest improvers this for this year. I thought they were the most underwhelming team last year. Even more underwhelming than Para. I think they're better than Para and more underwhelming than South. At least South had half the good year. Um, I think I, I was so high on them last year. I, I think they have such a good squad. I've got them four to six. Okay. Ooh, four to six. All right. So none of us have in the top four then. No. no, I had him highest. I think fifth. Okay. Well, I got him maybe fourth. Oh, so fourth to sixth. Okay. Okay. Uh, and for for Timmy's benefit, there the Rabbitohs eight bucks in that biggest improver market as well. Load. <laughs> All right. Safely. Responsibly. Responsibly. Yeah.